0: Hockey Dudes Podcast back with another episode. Feeling good today. I'm feeling good today. It's Leafs, Jackets, game day of course. Just another Tuesday night here in February here in Old Columbus and it's a rainy one. I'm I'm looking outside the the window right now my little podcast studio and I'm it just looks like uh, when am I gonna get the invite for the arc? You know what I mean? When's Noah gonna come knocking on my door? And say hey, uh, you're, you're you're the man. You're the guy. It's, he ain't coming for me. Leafs Leafs coming in town tonight, right? And I was watching the Leafs Habs game last night. Obviously, that was a little bit of an interesting one. I will say, hilarious game. I mean, <laughs> just the Leafs are probably the most memeable team when they're down bad like when when they when they get their butts kicked in they're the easiest team they just look so sad like i don't know what it is about may i don't know what it is i don't know if it's the fact that every game is kind of a rivalry game for them and so every opponent that they go against has that extra little step because everybody knows who who toronto is like they're they're the world famous toronto maple leafs right they are they are canada's team they are they are the NHL's team, really. I mean, so many things are set up in their favor for them to go win multiple Stanley Cups after Stanley Cup after Stanley Cup. Like, they have the foundation of a, of a dynasty. They just don't have the success. Like, they have the brand recognition. They have the star talent. They have the money. They have the market. Like, they are everything that every sports fan wants their team to be, minus all the important stuff, which is the rings. They don't have any of those since like 1967, I think is still the date. Um, You know, they're they're the Chicago Cubs. They're, They're the Chicago Cubs, and they're also the Dallas Cowboys at the same time. Now, obviously, the Chicago Cubs have gotten a World Series, but for like 110 years or whatever, they didn't have a World Series championship, and they had all that things that Toronto also has, the brand recognition. You know, so I think a little bit of it is like, when they lose, they feel like they lost. Every game that they lose is a rivalry game lost, you know. And and it was actually a rivalry game, like you know, like the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, they they're the that's a rivalry game. Like what what's it's Leafs Habs. It's hockey night in Canada. It's the two most talked about, most discussed, probably the biggest markets in the NH in Canada as far as Toronto and Montreal goes. Going at it. Two original six teams, the two of Canadians original six teams, and Toronto just has this absolute wagon of a team that shouldn't lose any nights because of their star lineup, and Montreal just came in, just came out and beat them, man. Like just they just beat them, pummeled them to the ground, and they didn't even do it by way of like just domination. It was really just two guys that were popping off, Josh Anderson and Cole Caulfield. That's that's a pretty nice duo. That's that's a pretty nice duo for Montreal in the near future. I think that that is going to work out a lot and it is fun. And then you know, I think that's just an example of what happens when a inferior team goes against a better team and the inferior team has just a couple good guys on it. Like they don't have like world breakers, but just a couple nice young studs who were well energized to go against the Leafs. And they, they kicked them in, so that was great. And um, I mean, you know, maybe a little bit too. I forgot. Toronto and Montreal played a, they played a series against each other this past year in the playoffs. I think what Montreal won that one in seven games. Correct? Remember, you had that guy, the one dude, the one Leafs fan that was there, walking around Leafs in five, Leafs in five, cheering, fearing all cocky and confident. And then Montreal ended up winning that series and obviously won it to the Stanley Cup. It, Toronto they just they think their shit is sweet. They think that they are the salt of the earth, the bread and butter, the sweetest thing to happen to earth. They they legit think like and and then how could you not, right? Like the Toronto Maple Leaf is a powerful hockey brand. It's a cool logo, it's sharp looking. They play in the biggest city in Canada. Toronto is is a beautiful city and you know, they got all the media attention on them. Every game feels like a, a playoff game if you're them. And they also play on a fantastic team. They are a phenomenal hockey team. And you put them in any other sweaters, put them in any other city, and we're seriously talking about how this team's a Stanley Cup contender and you got to watch out for them and people are betting them like crazy. But just not. that's just not – because they're the Leafs. Because the Leafs notoriously choke. Nobody's been able to take that brand – that power, that city, and won a Stanley Cup with it in the last 60 years. And so here you go. This is why – and, and you know, people don't care. They have no empathy. I don't think there's anybody that feels bad for Leafs fans because it's just like your team is competitive and fun and exciting year after year and, and like, everybody's so invested in your team that's not a part of your team. We don't feel bad. You get all the attention in the world of a team that is good. And you still it's not the cups. There's no cups. And but the, here's the thing, is every year you have a chance to win the cup because you're the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's just it's just crazy, bro. Like they think their shit is sweet. And I'm I'm really, really looking forward to tonight's game because I think the Jackets are our team. You know, if I'm gonna sit here and talk about how good the Canadians youngsters are, and how youngsters on any given team can step up and, and win a game in the NHL. Just Jack, The Jackets have that, right? The Jackets have plenty of young guys that are <laughs> excelling right now in good ways. I mean, Dean Kukin obviously had a last ga- last good game, excuse me, two two goals. Uh, Boone Jenner, I still consider him young because he is uh, first time as a captain. And then, of course, Patrick Laine. Like, we got some real game wreckers on this team. <laughs> and it it leads me into my next thought here when discussing should I be fully D in on this team still to this point. And I I'm gonna bring this up here. The Jackets I don't wanna let this season go to waste. Right? I don't I don't wanna let a year a precious year of of fandom of my effort and my love that I give to a team go to waste. This this team is we're, it's it's late February, there, there are 30 games left, and this team's you know two spots out of a playoff, but they've played a lot better since February started, and they're showing some life. And, and their big gun, and Patrick Line is, is playing as good as he's ever played in his whole career. He's never been a point-of-game guy. He's never finished as a point-of-game guy in his six seasons of hockey. And now here he is above a point a game on track to finish with his a career year. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Thirty three points in thirty games and we we got him he would have had a goal the other night against Buffalo, but they got called back. Uh some bull crap offsides, just another lining laser. He had a point elsewhere in the game, so it didn't matter, but the Shaq's teams they're just too nasty. They're too they're too nasty, they're too exciting. The over's gonna hit and Nine times out of ten, no matter who they're playing, it's I'm fully, fully in on this team. Even though, yes, I know, I'd I'd say I'd give them a ten percent chance at making the playoffs. Even being two spots out, eleven points are. is that what they're at? Are they eleven points out? I'm pretty sure, Beyond the Bruins. I know that's a long way, and I'll, I'll give them a ten percent chance. And and you know, I think if there's one thing, Jackets fans maybe. Could have learned from this past NFL season. Just, you just don't you don't give up on your young and exciting teams, right? Like the Bengals fans could have packed it in midway through the year and been like, "This I'm making the playoffs. Why do I care? The season's over. Let's rebuild for next year. Let's uh, keep building that offensive line." No, look at the historic run that they went on. And i grant and granted, I know the Magic's it kind of was maybe spent on the Bengals, right? Like maybe we can't get any of that magic going over here in in Columbus, but. As, uh, that aside this team scores they score like four goals a night no matter what I like I, I hate to say it I hate to say it but I, I might I have more fun watching this team play in the games that they compete in versus the, the the like classic era Torts team where they suffocated teams and won three to two in games or two to one and you know, like, th- this is more fun for me. This is more exciting. It feels fresh. It feels new. And there's all this back and forth about whether Line A is going to sign long-term here. The guy has said that he'd, he would be in talks with, with us. Like, he, he would be interested in it. He said that after shortly after getting here, you know, because... Blue Jackets media just bombarded him with questions as soon as he landed boots on the ground. Are you gonna sign here long term? Hello, yeah, dude. I just got here. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know the Wi-Fi password of the building yet. Don't worry, nobody does. But I'm just sitting here thinking. I'm like, I don't think I should just let this season go by. I think I need. I need to be fully invested. I need to fully believe. And I'm. I'm excited for a game like tonight. And tonight will be another test. Tonight's another test to show. Where is this hockey team at? Are they in a place that is, is ready to compete for a Stanley Cup? I mean, and, and here's the thing you got the built in excuse of you got a, a AHL goalie in that. Not that, um, Barube is, is an AHL goalie, he's clearly not. I mean, he, he had a great night the other night. What do you have, like 33 saves or something? Um, yeah, Jean Francois Berube, who you know made his first start and first NHL start in four years. Now this guy's played in twenty NHL. He started twenty NHL games, and he started hundreds of AHL games. This guy's a, a well tenured professional goalie. It's not like we threw some scrub in that. And the guy has absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm rooting for him tonight, man. I mean, like, let's go. Let's go for back to back wins here at home for Jean Francois Berube, who's on the the back nine of his career, and and. You know, who knows? I mean, it's not likely, but keep winning games. Maybe you can get a full-time job up here in the NHL and stop having to keep your suitcase packed going up and down 71 or, you know, whatever AHL team you're playing for at the time. So, yeah. that all being said, it's the over tonight, of course. It's, 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 it's always the over when it comes to jackets, so I'll, I'll be in on that. But, I don't know, man. I, I just and And then I saw obviously on twitter I saw the n h l rumors daily was going on a little back and forth with jackets fans that jackets fans completely started Here's the thing, boys on twitter my my pals my my brother and my my comrades, my blue jackets avi holding people on twitter. we don't have to go to war, okay i know I know it feels like we have to, and that's how I know that this fan base is emotional and tapped into what's going on we will go after nhl daily rumor twitter accounts we will just pull all the strings we can go full in uh with with gold smgs on these guys Bec- just like it doesn't even matter that's exactly what happened is this nhl rumors daily whatever i don't know this these dudes who just like i guess Think they're insiders because they just retweet. Literally, they follow thousands of of writers, and anything they get a sniff of, they just retweet and go crazy. Credit to them. I mean, it is a centralized place to find trade rumors. I don't know what their trade success is. I don't actively remember them posting, a, "Oh, this trade might happen," and then it happening. Uh, but you know, they're you know they're doing what they do. They're they're selling their product. They're they're discussing potential trades that's coming up on the deadline here coming up in March I think it's March 13th I want to say is the NHL free agency deadline or the NHL trade deadline let's look it up 2022 oh also uh happy anniversary to the Miracle Nice 42 years love to see that uh it's 222222222222 today March 21st by the way is the NHL trade headline there, I looked that up. Uh, so they were doing their thing, and for those who don't know, this Twitter account that also has a podcast, NHL Rumors Daily, they suggested that maybe the Islanders could get Patrick Laine for cheap, um, meaning that, you know, they've done deals like this before, right? Like they, um, Jean-Gabriel Pajot, they brought him in just a couple of years ago, a guy that was a, a star on a on a low-level team that wasn't going to make the playoffs, and you know, bring him to the big market. He's gonna be an, a free agent. You sign him and you keep him, right? You get you get him what he wants. You know, the Blue Jackets are kind of we're kind of that that feeder team, right? For the like, you come here just to play out of here, right? And that's obviously what these NHL rumor guys are talking about. And Blue Jackets fans are just they were just pissed off that this was going on, like that this conversation was even happening and they just went to absolute town I saw an open letter from a guy with the Blue Jackets OTV. he was just open lettering NHL rumor rumor guy <laughs> just that's completely uncalled for uncalled for excuse me and and that is the apex of everything that is Blue Jackets Twitter which is just everyone's against us no one loves us and uh we're insecure about who who we can keep on our team. It all came together on this one guy's open letter and honestly, I loved it. I loved it. Like let's just get fired up. Let's just get pissed. Let's just let's make noise, boys. Let's get let's get it going. Let's uh let's be that ignorant fan base that everyone hates because we're just ruthlessly defending players who we have absolutely no idea what they want in their heart of hearts. You think Patrick Laine's... um words were were genuine when he came to Columbus and said that he would consider, he he said he'd consider signing long-term. That's not even as bad as when, that's not even even halfway as bad as when Kyrie Irving was in front of an elementary school full of kids, and they asked him, are you going to leave us like LeBron? And he said, I will not leave you like LeBron. And then he left them like LeBron. Like, that's not even, like you think these athletes words are mean anything like things could change on a daily basis like who knows patrick liney could have a bad night out to eat at jeff ruby's steakhouse and be like i don't ever want to be in the city of columbus again i just want to um ride my rollerblades and and wear uh tinted sunglasses down uh down sunset beach and i don't know freaking anyway you know what you know what i'm saying like Anything could change with these guys, okay? So I'm not gonna fully commit to. Oh, this guy has said that he'd sign long. You know how I'll believe that he wants to be here when he signs long term here, okay? So, and and I think one thing that will help with that is keeping the vibes good. Let's just keep winning games. Let's just keep pumping Lion-A's wheels like he's a like he's legit. The Best thing since sliced bread here. I love that. Let's, let's find, let's treat them like superstars because please stay. That's what we did to Zach Rensky. We catfished Zach Rensky. We, we got him in, we suckered him in, and let's, let's see, let's see how it works for Line. A. Let's just keep doing it because this team's young, this team's exciting, and I think there's a foundation here with Line a that if you can, um, get it to stick, it'll really work, you know? I mean, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's how building an NHL hockey team works. You just constantly throw shit together, and you just hope that it stays. And if it and if it doesn't stay, then it just falls over, and you just try over again. But I, I think there's a chance that this one's sticking, and if it doesn't stick, then... Let's just get a couple let's just get a, at least one draft pick back for line A. If we get nothing back for him, that's fine too. I don't care. I mean I'm just whatever. F it. Uh anyway. So to move on from that, let's do a couple wrap up thoughts. Um by the way, I'm gonna take the coats I'm gonna take the coats three to three to two tonight. I'm gonna take the coats three to two at home at the Schwedo. Uh I'm gonna be there. I just feel good knowing that I'm going to be in the building. Like I, like when you just wake up and they're just like, this is a rescheduled game, by the way, from December. And tickets are a little cheaper, 15 bucks. So I was like, okay, I'll get in the house. I'll even pay a little bit more, you know, to sit a little bit closer, keep in the UB, you know, so the tickets still are cheap. You know, I don't want to shell out a ton of money just to go watch the Jackets probably get pumped. But I'm going to win out money betting on the over. I'm going to win money betting on the over, and I'm going to have more than two alcoholic beverages throughout the night. And I'm just going to watch some guys just beat beat the living sneeze out of each other. You know what I mean? So let's freaking go. Let's get after it. Anyway, keep pushing on here. So, yeah, coach three to two tonight, but I am betting the over, which is probably like six and a half, but we'll see. Um, Oh, so some other games tonight. You got the Predators, Panthers, Wild, Senators, Blues, Flyers, Sharks, Ducks, Island Islanders, Kraken. By the way, I watched that uh, clip of the Kraken Canucks where the there's like seven players in one corner trying to dig out a puck that wasn't even there because it was in the middle of the ice. That was hilarious. I think, I think Canucks Kraken will, unironically, be the funniest, uh, rivalry, in in all of sports i just I, i'm rooting for these teams to continue to be just horrendous that way the games are just hilarious like if they if we can get those two teams to consistently be the worst teams in hockey and they still just hate each other like by like and i don't know i was watching a little bit last night I didn't feel the hate i don't feel the tension yet i don't feel like anybody gives a damn out there but uh, by golly! If there's if there's a Canucks cracking game on, I'm gonna try to bet it and and try to focus on that because that that stuff is hilarious, especially how the you know that's the western part of the continent, right where the Battle of Alberta is in that same division, I believe. Yeah, with the. Oilers and the Flames, and that's just a brutal, really good hockey rivalry because they're two like really good teams, and they just play fast pace, and they're just banging. And you know, you got, and then you got the Canucks and Kraken that just it looks like like my little brother Quincy's out there, and he can't even uh, bend his legs. Um, yeah, that's what it looks like. But I love it. And uh, oh, by the way, my, my my brother Quincy broke his leg going off a a ramp. Um, little dude was sending it. I, and listen. I, I sent it to, I send it to on the ramps and stuff and on the terrain park, but I've been snowboarding for like 10 years. You know what I mean? Like I just now started really getting comfortable doing that stuff. My little brother Quincy is freaking sending it when he's been snowboarding for like two years, broke his leg. And that's a tough lesson to learn, buddy. That's a tough lesson to learn. But I, I told him, I was like, I think you need a little adversity in your life. And I think this will be good for you. Plus you'll get them miss school like four days a week since he doesn't go anyway. Um, <clears throat> Anyway, all right. Let's just keep. Uh, sorry, just keep pushing on here. Um, oh, and then some other thoughts I had just on the, just you know, I went to up to the Ohio State Michigan game up at Yost Ice Arena, and beautiful barn by the way. Like they like I'm, I'm not jealous of a lot of things that Michigan has that Ohio State doesn't have. Pretty much in in no way, like no like their colors, the city they reside in, the stadium. Their football stadium, their football program, their football coach, their football players—like every single category, Ohio State is better than Michigan in, and that is abundantly clear. And I think consistent throughout most people, like even outside, even outside of these two states, I think people would say that. However, I will tip my hat and say that the Yoast Ice Arena is very, very cool, very, very uh, passionate michigan hockey fan base like they, there's michigan hockey fans and truly a lot of them and uh the team's also very good but yeah mostly just the yost ice arena this is incredible place to watch a hockey game it's a very intimate very small building but it also definitely has that old timey like hockey barn feel that you feel like you're watching a game back in the like the 50s you know like at the old olympia arena like in downtown detroit or chicago stadium or you know name any of the other old barns out there that you that have that brick exterior but um yost actually is that you know yost is an old arena i think that was built in like the 20s or something for basketball and then they transitioned to hockey i don't know like 20 or 30 years ago i don't know how long they've been playing hockey there but I did think it was really weird and almost creepy that the student section there at the Michigan game, they're call, they are call themselves the children of Yost. It seemed a little weird to me. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like if, if I was already, uh, giving up some of my pride to be at a hockey game, like cheering on grown men, like, you know, like standing up and doing the, the whole clap and clapping thing and thing i'd feel like even twice as silly if if i knew out the section was called the children of yost and that was like being broadcasted on live tv i don't know maybe i'd be a little embarrassed um i don't know but maybe but hey the team's good they were missing their top three guys mason mctavish ken uh ken johnson and uh owen power or no excuse me benears owen power and uh ken johnson not mason mctavish but, and they still they've still played fantastic, I mean, Luke Hughes is still an incredible player, he can he moves the puck I mean clearly he is the alpha dog, like when he's on the ice, and the puck is on a stick, and he's gonna be a dog hopefully in the n h l if he keeps ascending this way that he is uh, so they they are the, just fantastic Ohio State just sucks um they choked, they choked but. Hey, Big Ten tournament. You got the bye week here, uh, and uh, let's focus on that and go go one thing. Let's go do some damage in the tournament. Get back to a Frozen form. Oh, also, I was watching the gold medal game. Congrats to Finland, by the way. I saw uh, uh Grigorenko scored for Russia. That's a former Blue Jacket right there who. Uh, let his skill really show in that gold medal game. It just goes to show, like how guys sometimes like, then talent difference, right? And that's my next point. I'm going to get to like guys can't necessarily perform in the NHL, but they go to the Olympic level and they're just studs. That's, that's Gregor Gregoranko for you. And uh, yeah, no, but also I want to say this: just watching a college hockey game and watching the Olympic hockey. Like for two days in a row, I just watched it two days in a row. I probably didn't watch really any any NHL games. I was like, I got a you know got this USA Canada women's gold medal game Wednesday night, Thursday night. Probably watched some like men's hockey and then uh, or I don't know what I did. And then I watched Friday night. I was up. I watched college hockey, Ohio State versus Michigan. Then the rest of the weekend, I watched the NHL hockey. Let me just say. When you step away from NHL hockey and watch a couple of the games that are going on in the sport that are big time games, it just makes you realize how much better the NHL is. It's just like, the, there's nothing wrong with the product in the Olympics or in college hockey. In fact, I think those products are both great. It's just, even, even without the NHL players, it's just when the NHL players are on the ice. I mean, the skill level is just, it's un, it's unbelievable. And it's just it's just a reminder that this league is world it's a world class league it's it's there's a reason why it's the um fourth most popular sport league in our country is because it's it's it, and that's a big big that's a long list of sports that it is competing against and there's a reason why hockey who which is only available to half the continent is as popular as it is is because the game is great um uh, and I just was getting, I was just getting nice and romantic about NHL hockey last night. And okay, so what can you what can you say? Feel bad for me, all right? I was down bad, maybe um, I wasn't, but maybe I was. You know, if I was, that's okay. And I'm just thinking about hockey, so hop off. Anyway, good pod, good game night. Uh, congrats to the Coats for. Congrats to all the Blue Jackets fans. I went to the game and saw the Coats tonight. So that's a pre-hand congrats. Two two two, twenty, two two. There's a zero. I'm seeing a zero in there, so I'm not seeing the straight two. So I don't know how it's like everybody's big day. It is it. It is a little crazy. That's also Tuesday. I, w- I will. I will admit the fact that two twenty two twenty two landed on Tuesday, as that I'm just now realizing that is pretty is pretty electric. So. I'll tip my cap to that. All right, and I'll be back for a recap of said game. oh, let me get me let me get you guys my parlay. Sorry, I'm just a little squirrely squirrelmeister out here. Um, get you guys my parlay for the night. Just some of the games I'm running. I, I was following a few of CBJ haters' bets, and uh, you know he was feeling pretty good, and I was feeling pretty good about his vibes that he's been giving off lately. But then he just um, put out a disgusting parlay that went like one for six. Um. And I was just like, damn, that was tough. I was really hoping. All right, I got the Panthers over the Predators tonight. I got the Jackets and the money line against the Leafs because, I mean, listen, I don't think the Leafs are coming off a back-to-back, man. I know they're going to be fired up, but the Jackets, I think, are playing at a peak level right now. I think it'll be a lot of goals scored tonight um i think panthers jackets and i also got the ducks in the late night against the sharks i put a future on the sharks i did pretty much a whole 10 minutes on this podcast a couple weeks ago about how much i believe in the sharks and they've been pretty much the worst team in hockey since i've bet on them so there you go um take the ducks tonight And uh, we'll see how it goes. All right, I'll see you guys on the other side of this fantastic Tuesday night that we're about to have here down at the Arena District. And uh, follow the hockey dudes on Twitter for uh, all the shenanigans I go on. All right, uh, yeah, see you guys. Tell your dog.